Good afternoon. This is John Richardson speaking with you from Toronto, Canada. Today is Friday, August the 26th, 2022. And the purpose of this podcast is to discuss SEAT's latest initiative, the book that we plan to produce, which Laura Snyder, president of of SEAT, who is joining me today, is here to talk about. And Laura, let's begin with you describing this project. Well, it's pretty simple. Uh, The idea is to collect in one publication as many of the uh, letters that that we are able to collect that overseas Americans have written to their representatives in Congress. So we want to publish their letters and we want to publish with them the responses that they have received uh, from from their representatives that they've written to. So that we have that collected one place and we understand, we have a, a much better understanding than we have now of what approaches have been made to, to Congress and how Congress has, has or has not responded. Excellent. Now, why would this be important? Why do you, how do you see this as being an important contribution to the whole issue? Well, I think that there's this, we're constantly told, uh, you know, you need to, you need to approach your, your representatives, you need to tell them what you need, what the problems are, explain what it is you need, and work with them. Well, the reality is, is that people have been doing that for a long time, and they just hit a wall. And so if you can collect all this, and you have an evidence of it, you can, you can show, okay, we've done that, it's not getting us anywhere. And it's likely uh, either we need to, you know, confront then our representatives with that reality. But at the same time, we're probably also going to have to consider other solutions because I think this book is probably going to make clear that Congress really doesn't care about this stuff. And as you like to say, John, doesn't care that it doesn't care. Yeah, I think that's right. And I think that, you know, it's such a, it's such a simple idea, uh, but I think it, it actually provides a very important missing link here, right? Because we have, for example, that fantastic book that Patricia Moon did, I guess, 2014 or 15, you know, 192 pages of, of the comments of Americans abroad on blogs and things like that, but they were just kind of talking among themselves there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I don't think we, we've ever done or anybody's ever done is this is, you know, far simpler idea of, uh, hey, you know what? Uh, there have been a lot of letters written to congressmen and senators and, and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, the, the, the responses that come back are, you know, a 99%, actually, I cannot think of a single response I've ever seen that was actually responding to the issue. I mean, the responses are completely idiotic. I mean, have you ever seen any responses that even suggest an understanding of the issue? No, definitely not. Um, I think, you know, you could categorize the responses. I think what's very, very typical is that no response is received at all. Um, you can write and call and write again and write again and call and get absolutely zero response. Um, another, but if you do get a response, what you'll often get is a kind of canned letter that talks about issues that whoever sent that letter thinks might be related to what you raised, but actually has nothing to do with it. 
Um, and then another category that you get, but very rarely, um, but you can get it. Um, Elizabeth Warren comes to mind when I think about this response, which is actually they support the current policies and they don't want to see them changed. But you never, but, but to your point, John, no, you never get a response that makes clear, uh, yes, we understand the problems and uh, we, you know, we, we would like to, um, you know, work with you in order to address these problems. That, that pretty much never happens. I mean, it's as though they have no understanding that U.S. citizens live outside the United States, or if they do, it's just sort of some hypothetical thing going on in some alternative universe that, you know, they just can't comprehend what it actually means, right? Yes, of course. I think I'd take it even further than that. I think a lot of representatives consider people who don't live in the United States as not being a constituent. Whether they intellectually, you know, expressly think that, and I bet a lot of them do, but I think a lot of them emotionally feel that. And so they're not going to invest much in, in responding to letters from overseas Americans. Right. Now, Okay, so I think we agree on that. Um, you know, the question is, why does this matter and what role could this play in development and sort of developments uh, as we continue to, we continue this struggle to get relief? And uh, I wonder what your thoughts would be. I know you've been spending a lot of time thinking about the issue of Americans abroad in the context of equal protection. Uh, you know, how do you see this, this project as being possibly related to that? I think well, when it comes time to bring a lawsuit um, on the basis of equal protection, it's going to be an important element of that lawsuit to demonstrate that we have tried to seek a legislative remedy and it's proven to be impossible. I think that'll be an important component of bringing, you know, a, a, a judicial lawsuit that that hopefully will, you know, be successful and, you know, go pretty high up if not to the U.S. Supreme Court. Well, in other words, it, you know, it kind of mutes the possible judicial response of, well, this is really a legislative issue. Yes, yes and and in fact, it'll also show that. In fact, the source of our problem is the legislature. It is the laws that Congress is adopting that is the equal protection problem. And so, right. and of course, that would extend though to the regulations, right. right? The conduct of Treasury, right? Yeah, with conduct of Treasury, yes, of course, yes. So, it, so for example, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, we we collaborated on that paper, regulatory fix for citizenship taxation, where we demonstrated that. You know, uh, Treasury does have uh, the, legis the uh, legislative authority, the regulatory authority to fix a lot of things, and they're not. Uh, so, I mean, would you say that, uh, that that matters in this context? Yes. Well, obviously, you know, you make an appeal also to, to the administrative branch trying to find solutions to your problems, and you don't get anywhere with that either. Uh, which means that you're only the only place left to go to find a solution to your problems is the judicial branch because because you're not you the legislative branch and the regular regulatory or the administrative branch have both created your problem and refused to address it. You know, and that, this really reminds me very much of uh, 
you know, there's this great book by Professor Amanda Frost that came out a, a year or so ago called You Are Not American. And it is amazing when you look at the, the, web, the history of the weaponization of American citizenship, really since, you know, since the 1800s. Uh, you know, and, and a theme that runs through her book is that these things all ended up in the courts precisely because there was no possibility of legislative relief, right? Well, that's the value of, that's what m makes equal protection so important. And often the only way you can get relief from an equal protection violation is through the courts. It probably is the only way, because if you could get it through the legislative process, they already would have done it. Yeah, that's correct. But, you know, this is a particularly difficult problem because it's as though, you know, it's not a question of, well, we see your point, but we're not going to change the laws, right? It's a question of, we don't even believe you exist. Yeah, I, with the, I mean, Elizabeth Warren knows the problems and refuses to change them. But yes, with respect to pretty much every other member of, of the U.S. Congress, um, nearly every member, they, they, don't, they don't understand the problem. And they don't really care that they don't understand the problem. So, so the vast majority of these people, it's ignorance. In the case of Senator Warren, it's probably evilness. Yeah, I would also say that in some cases, um, you know, the ones that refuse to respond to their uh, constituents when they write to them, it, it, at some point it crosses a line into willful, willful ignorance. Uh, I, think it, I think it's probably uh, willful, but I would also say that indifference, they don't care that they don't care. Indifference is the worst possible form of abuse, I think, isn't it? In this case, yeah. Well, there are, there are many, many articles written on that general principle. Well, anyway, so here's what we got. You know, we have over the years really a book of comments, right, which would be the uh, Patricia Moon book. Uh, we have a large number of submissions to the Senate Finance Committee and the House Committee in you know, the period of 2014 to 2016. And we have all of those uh, consolidated, right? But those were all descriptive of the problems, all right, more than anything. Um, but then we get into the issue of trying to get the laws changed. And it seems to me we have two categories. We have the ones that I think this book is mainly about, the people who are just told when they, you know, when they cry out in pain, well, write your congressman, write your congressman. And they say, well, I'll try to write my congressman. And of course, you know, nothing, nothing good comes from it. So they get discouraged. Uh, but the other, I think, important source of this stuff would be, you know, as you know, in 2021, one of the important projects that Seed engaged in was uh, writing responses to the Senate Finance Committee hearings and getting people to send in their letters there. And it seems to me that those would also be an important part of this book, do you think? Definitely, I was gonna mention that. Um, also, uh, Arrow has, over the past couple of years, submitted several letters to the Senate Finance Committee. And so I, you know, yes, all of those are appropriate for this collection. All right. So, you know, and this is a very simple idea. And the idea is probably so simple that people might think, well, that's so simple. Why should I bother to do something so simple? I'm an important, complex person and do important things. But isn't the simplicity of this really the beauty of it? Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's very simple. Um, and all we need is for people to send in, send in their letters and send in their responses. So, 
it's not something we're not asking anybody at this moment to take the time and trouble to write a letter. We're asking them to um, find what they already did and just send it to us. So it shouldn't well, take Along long. with a response. Come on, just along with the find that form letter and get it in. And Laura, tell me, how would people get this stuff over to see? They need to send it by email. And if I recall correctly, the email address is letters at seatnow.org. Is that correct, John? I believe it is. My God, what a descriptive email. <laughs> letters at seatnow, not love letters, but letters at seatnow.org. All right, that's great. That's great. Well, you know, I think this is an incredibly simple idea, and I hope that people aren't put off by its simplicity. That's what I worry about a little bit. God, that's so easy. I won't yeah. bother to do it because it's too easy. Well, the fact that it's easy is exactly why you want to do it. And quick and easy. Well, should not require much effort. Exactly. And of course, you know, if you, you know, you don't have to, but I think most people be more comfortable redacting their name, uh, you know, et cetera. Sure, and, of course. And we would ask that this stuff gets sent over in Word files, right? Because we're going to have somebody actually, you know, my idea is we just, you know, literally put this in categories by congressman, right? Or, you know, district or something yes. of that nature. And, and it can be an ongoing project as well. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't think it has to be a one-off, but I mean, this is, uh, this is one, of, one, of, one, of your, one of the great things I think that SEED can do here. All right. Well, that's, that's really wonderful. Um, any, any further thoughts on this? I mean, I gather that you're still deeply committed and on a mission to end citizenship taxation. <laughs> you have to ask the question, John. Um, um, uh, the only thing I would add is there's a post on the seat website about it. So um, if you want to, you know, get the email address there, get any more information about this, you know, there isn't much more than what we've already said, because as we've stressed, it's very simple. Um, but visit the seatnow.org website and you'll find a short um, post on the website about it. All right. Well, that's wonderful. Laura, as always, thank you so much for your inspiration, your motivation, and just the sheer amount of perspiration that you put into this project. Back at you, John. We'll talk soon, Laura. Okay.